So in this episode, we're going to talk about using the devise gem to add user registration, login, logout, and other features to our bookstore application. So the devise gem is one of the most popular Rails gems that's out there. There's 2,000 forks of people working on it themselves, and the commits to master in the gem are uh, as recent as three days ago. So it's really actively being developed. Um, I've written some code for it in the past and absolutely uh, enjoy working with it. So we're going to talk about how we can add this into our bookstore application so that only registered users can add a new book. We don't want people coming to the site and spamming it with new books, for example, and uh, we are going to add defies so that we can track who created the book. So that's what we're going to do in this episode, and uh, let's begin. As always, the first thing we need to do is hop over to RubyGems and grab the line from the gem file. Uh, I just wanted to point out here that there's been 7 million total downloads for Devise, which is pretty impressive. Um, and kind of shows you exactly what I was talking about with how popular this gem is. So as usual, we want to open up our gem file, jump to the bottom, paste in device, run bundle, restart our Rails server, and we can run a couple commands to install device and set it all up. So the first thing that we need to do is run Rails generate device colon install. Now, this command is going to install a config file in the initializers folder. Um, and then it will also install some messages that you can customize for the, the notices that you see in the application. Now, once this is done, it makes some messages here, such as the config action mailer options. And this is for when it sends out an email, they want to make sure that they put the right host name in the URL. So when you're in development, they recommend, you know, if you're using uh, localhost 3000 um, to go and operate uh, with that URL. And then uh, they recommend having a root in your Rails application and putting in notices and alerts so that you can see what's going on. Um, and if you want to also customize the views, you can run Rails generate device views, and this will install the views the HTML ERB templates for all the different device uh, screens that you can have. Um, I recommend doing that because I almost always customize it and add uh, bootstrap HTML around the form field so that it looks pretty. Um, and then lastly we need to run rails generate device space user. Now this is going to generate a user model for us and it will populate it with a email address and a password and a bunch of other uh, automatically tracked options such as the last time they signed in, the last IP address they signed in, and a bunch of things like that. And we're just going to use the defaults and uh, generate this. So now that we have that, we can run RakeDB Migrate to create our users. Now if we refresh our application uh, after generating all the device stuff, you will get an undefined method device for user. So when you create the users with device, it adds a line in there that says device and the options that it's going to run. 
Now, if you get this error, you just need to restart your Rails application again, and that will fix it because um, if you have installed the device initializer and uh, that hasn't been reloaded, you need to make sure that that gets reloaded first so that that is available. So our application doesn't look any different. We now have users, but we haven't actually done anything with them. So that is going to be our next step. So we're going to add the sign up and login buttons to the top right here. And then when you're signed in, we'll change those to your account page and a logout page. So to add those links to the top right corner, we need to open up our navbar partial that we created before. And if you look at the bottom here, there is a line that says navbar right as the class. This is going to be the links on the right side of the navbar. So we can see there's the link and then this is all the HTML for the dropdown that we have. We're not going to use the dropdown, so I'm just going to delete that. And we're going to take this link and replace that with a sign up link. Now, the link to that we want to create is going to be called sign up. And we're going to send it to the new user registration path. Now, this is a, a URL path that has been generated by Devise. So when you install Devise, uh, the routes file added a line called Devise for users. Now, this is something that Devise generates and automatically sets up, but it's similar to the resources routes in that it adds a bunch of URLs. So it adds a registration path, forgot your password, it adds uh, login, log out, and a bunch of things. So if you go into your terminal and run rake routes, you can grep out the URLs that have user in it. And you can see all of the routes that device generates. And they will be the ones that the controller starts with the name device. So we are going to use the new user registration path. We're going to add the new user session path for login. And we will also add the destroy user session path to log out. So you can play with all of these. Um, they're all available. You don't necessarily need to link to some of these because um, they're sort of internal when you log out, like it handles it, or when you create your registration. So you can play with those and learn more about that. But inside our application, we want to... We want to add the login method here. And this is the new user session path. And if we save that and reload our application, we can now see there's a sign up and login link here. So if we go to sign in, or sign up, I'm sorry. Uh, we can have our email address and password form and our sign in is the same, th same thing but without a password confirmation. So this is what device generates and it's located, these views are located inside the gem itself. So when we come into our terminal and run rails generate device views, this will actually copy all of those views into our application and we can go customize them now. So let's customize our signup form. If we go into that, we can go to device, registrations, new, and see exactly what we're looking at. 
And this has a bunch of stuff that uh, they automatically generate that's pretty close to uh, Bootstrap. So if we just add a form group around these, and I'll do that real quick. So now if we refresh our page, we get this new form. So we've added the form control class to each of these options, and I've done the same with the sign in and the edit registration path. So let's take a look at this. If I register with my email address and password and sign up, well, we get taken to the home page. It looks like everything may have worked, but I'm not really sure. We didn't get any message, and these links at the top didn't change either. So one of the devised things that uh, it mentioned when we installed it was to make sure that you put the notice and the alerts in your application HTML ERB. So let's do that. Uh, Bootstrap provides a class called alert, and we can add that for both of the notice and the alert. So I'm gonna just put alert info, and we'll print out the notice, and for the alert, we're gonna have a warning for the alert version. So we can put those in here, and they will show up every single time um, because we need to check uh, if there's a message or not before we display it. However, you can see immediately in the notice that we signed up successfully. So this is a message that Devise provides, and it only shows up the one time. So if we refresh the page, it goes away. And because we don't want those alerts to show up when the message is empty, let's add an if statement here and only display the notice when there is one and the alert the same way. So if we save this and come back to our browser, now those only show up when they're available. So if we go back to our nav bar, we can take a look at this code here because we added the links and we're signed in now, but we're actually not seeing a different UI. It doesn't seem any different and we need to make it so you can log out as well. Now device provides a method called user sign in question mark. Now this is a method that uh, device uses to provide you a helper to check to see if the user is signed in or not. And what it does is it looks at the cookie session and determines if there's a user stored in there as currently logged in. So if you were to clear your cookies, you'd become logged out. And when the user signed in, we want to have a separate menu. Otherwise, we will display the sign in and log in, or sign up and log in links. When you are logged in, we'd like to have a list item here with a link to uh, log out. And this is going to go to the destroy user session path. And this one is a bit special because we need to have method delete at the end of it. And the reason why we need to do this is because devise requires you to uh, make a delete HTTP request to log out. And the reason why they do that is because um, it needs to come from you. You don't want to click on a malicious link from another website that logs you out um, because that is uh, unintentional and it's not really a good thing. So uh, the Ajax call will 
take when you click on this link the jQuery UJS um, that comes by default with Rails, and you can see that in the application JS that requires jQuery UJS, which looks for those methods uh, or links that say method delete or method post or method put, and that will intercept it. It will initiate an AJAX request to make a delete link and submit that across. So now if we save this and refresh our browser, we can see that we have a sign out or logout link. If we click that, we get signed out successfully and we can refresh the page and that message goes away. We can log back in and see that everything is properly working. So the last thing I'd like to add here is a link to your user account. And we're gonna display your email address that you're signed in as here. And we can do that by accessing currentuser.email. And this is going to link to the edit user registration path. So when you use devise and a user is signed in, you have access to a method called current user which returns a user object, and that happens to be the one that the user signed in as. So if you add um, anything to your user model in here, so you add associations or anything like that, it's going to be directly accessible off of the current user. So you'll be able to talk to all of those um, books that I might own as a user and so on. And one way to do that for the email address is just to grab it off the user. So we can refresh the page now and see that now my email address is displayed. And if I click on it, I get to Devise's user registration form, which I've styled some of it. So this is your account page, and you can update your password and change your email address or cancel your account. And this comes by default with Devise and uh, you're able to go through everything um, pretty simply like you don't have to do too much work and have all this functionality already built for you which is great of course having user accounts doesn't really benefit anyone if you're not actually using them so what we're going to do next is we're going to uh, take the new book and create methods and we're going to make it so that uh, only registered users can add a book into our system and we're also going to take the books and record who created it so that we can keep track of that information. Inside our books controller, we can add a before action for authenticate user. And this is going to call a device method called authenticate user every time one of these actions inside the books controller is accessed. And what that's going to simply do is it's going to simply check the same thing as user signed in. So we want to make sure that a user is signed in and if they're not it redirects them to the sign in or sign up page. And we can test this by logging out and when it comes back to the home page when you log out it immediately takes you to the sign in page. So that seems kind of weird. However, that's because um, our index and show actions are also being protected by this. So if we say we want to uh, protect everything except the index and the show actions, we can go back into our application and go to the home screen now. And if we click into a book, uh, everything's fine. But if we click on edit, we're asked to si be signed in. And 
that is one of the simple ways that uh, you can start adding some security to your application by requiring a user to be signed in for any of these actions. And you want to make sure that this is a, uh, a whitelist of actions that are allowed for public users. So you want to protect everything by default and then essentially poke holes through that so that the public users um, or people who aren't signed in can actually do certain things. With that change, we've made it so that if you click on adding a new book when you're signed out, it'll make sure that you're signed in when you do that. So this requires users to be signed in, and we can simply sign in and continue with adding the new book. So we've set it up properly so that everything is protected, and now we kind of want to automatically add the user to the book as we um, create the book. So then we want to record who created the book so we can kind of keep details on that and see who our uh, power users are, for example. The way we're going to accomplish that is by generating a migration called add user ID to books and it's going to have an integer user ID column that's added. And um, afterwards we're going to run rakeDB migrate to add the column into the database. Our next step is to add the association into the user and book models and we can start in the user by saying has many books and the book model belongs to a user. So this allows us to say that a user has many books. So user.books is a method that we have available now. And inside of our controller for books, our create action can now, instead of being a, a global book.new, we can scope it to the current user. So we can say current user.books.new and this will automatically assign the user ID into the new book. So this is really cool and we can um, automatically assign the book and we know who was the user that created it. So we know who the owner is. So to wrap up with Devise, we've created a user model that we've configured our Rails application to take advantage of. We've added registration form and edit registration form. We added the session login, uh, log out. We've also configured our books model to integrate with that user who's currently signed in. So this is something that will bleed into all aspects of your application as you move forward. And with Devise, you have a very simple way of configuring it. So there's a, a ton of benefits to using Devise, and uh, I highly encourage you to dive deeper into it.